everyone to Real Life Real Equity with your host Justin and the lovely Keisha Brooks. Say hello everyone. Hello and welcome everyone. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. And we'll do that right after this commercial break. Are you part of the club? The Real Equity Club is a group of like-minded individuals. The club's purpose is to help create more wealth for its members. The mission of the club, to help you increase your passive income and net worth. The club is completely free to you. When you join, you will receive the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. So join the club now at realequityclub.com to gain access. Or send us an email to info at realequityclub.com. That's info at real equityclub.com. We want to see you succeed in business and in life. So go to the website at realequityclub.com and join now. All right, welcome back everybody. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the why. I know we talked about it in a previous podcast. We would talk about the why in a little bit more depth. So today that's exactly what we're going to do. We believe that the why is the motivation. The what is actually what you go after with the motivation you gain from the why. Okay. So the first thing we talked about in the last podcast was gaining clarity. Uh, it's always fun to have a little clarity of what you want before you jump into figuring out the why, which is why we had you to do that clarity exercise. The clarity exercise wasn't meant to actually give you exactly what you want, but you have an idea. You know, you have a, an idea of kind of what you want. You may not know exactly how you're going to get to it. You may not have the full motivation of going to get it, but that's what we're going to help you with today. Okay. So we are going to actually take you through how to discover your why. This was an exercise I learned uh, several years ago at a conference slash seminar that I went to. And uh, it was actually very enlightening. The seminar, you know, I hear this all the time. If you only pick up one thing that's life changing from your seminar, it was worth the price of entry. This one thing was the uh, was worth the price of entry many, many times over. So uh, it's helped me to understand why I do what I do. And you would be surprised how, like we mentioned in the previous episode, wanting more money or wanting to spend more time with your family and friends, kids, or time freedom is not necessarily the true why behind what you're doing. Okay. All right. So the why is going to be the fuel to your fire when times get tough. You all know that times do get tough. Um, the why is, as we previously mentioned, is five levels deep. So the first level is ask yourself why. Why do you want to? And then fill in the blank. Right. So like, why do you want to be successful? We're going to kind of role play this so that you can kind of see it in real time. Uh, you know, Keisha, I'll, I'll ask Keisha a question and she'll answer it. Okay. So Keisha, why do you want to be, what's your why? Why do you want to be fill in the blank? I want to be successful. Okay. So you want to be successful. Why do you want to be successful? I want to have enough money to travel and spend time with my family. Okay. So the first answer to the question is I want to have I want to be successful so that I have money and have enough time to spend with your family. Okay, so why do you want to spend more time with your family? Why do you want to have enough money to spend time and travel with your family? I want to be able to spend more time with my family and have enough money because that's something that wasn't always done for me. Okay, so 
Let me say this right now. You don't need two people to do this exercise. This is definitely a thing that you can do by yourself, okay? Uh, so you said you didn't have a lot of time spent with you as a kid. Right, exactly. Okay. So your why is you're doing all of this so you can spend more time with your kids. Correct, yes. Okay. So why do you want to spend more time with your kids? We're at level four, by the way. Um, I think it's important to build a relationship with them okay. because I don't want to... Or I don't want them to get older and feel like I was never around. Okay. So you're now trying to work to spend more time with your kids because you didn't feel like your parents were around when you were a kid and you don't want that same example to be set. Right. Correct. Why? It's hurtful. I understand that at that time they had to work, had to take care of the family, but I don't want to put my children in the same position to where there's a struggle when it comes to the relationship with them. Okay. All right, so you just seen that play out. That was five levels deep. Now, I repeated back the answers that she gave, but you don't have to repeat back the answers. When you're doing this by yourself, why do I want to be successful? Well, I want to make a lot of money. Why do you want to make a lot of money? Well, I really want to spend a lot of time with my family, my friends. You know, I want to be able to spend more time with my kids. I want to have more time freedom. Okay, so why do I want more time freedom? Uh, I didn't have a lot of time spent with me as a kid. Uh, that's why I want to spend more time with my kids. I feel like I'm always working. Okay, so what happened with you and your parents where they always had to spend time away? Why is that spending time with your kids now so important? Because I really feel like my parents always worked and I just I don't want to feel that way when I'm dealing with my kids. Well, why? Okay, so I, I just it, it creates a lifestyle I don't want. I don't want to feel like you know I'm neglecting my kids. Right. Boom, neglect. That's your why. Okay, I don't mm -hmm. want to neglect my kids. You know, and then so here's the one of the things that I kind of added on after I learned this system. I then went back to level one, two, or three and asked myself a different why question in regards to the answer I gave. So, for example, I want to be successful because I want money. Well, instead of saying because I want money, I answer it differently. What is another answer I can come up with that I can ask myself why on? So there's two parts to this process, okay? There's the initial question of why, and then the answer, and then there's the breakdown of five levels deep, mm -hmm. and then there's going back to the initial one or two, level one or two and answering it with more than one answer. Now, what you can do is you can answer with at least three answers. I want to be successful. I want to be wealthy. I want to be healthy. And then you have answers to why do you want to be healthy? I want to be healthy because, you know, I have a family that has a history of cancer, a history of diabetes, a history of heart failure. You know, why do you want to be successful? I, you know, I have a family that has a history of not being successful, whatever right. the case may be. Right. And so I think when you get to that fifth level um, and you're reinstating going back to levels one and two and three, the fifth level really kind of opens things up. It's don't be scared to go there because I think sometimes we limit ourselves on really what we're dealing with deep, deep, deep down inside. So just think about an Olympic sized pool and how deep that is. You know, you start off at so many feet and then you like go two to three feet, or something like two like that. to three yeah. feet, and then you go a little further. You're going four to five feet. Um, a good example: my oldest daughter, who's actually getting better at swimming she actually dared herself to go a little deeper. 
in the pool um, because my other two daughters were doing swim lessons during the summer and she started off comfortably at the three foot six inches so then she's like okay i think i'm gonna go to four feet five inches and i said okay i said do you know you can really go ahead to five feet six inches just stay close to the wall you know you're a confident swimmer just stay close to the wall and you you have taught yourself to stay under long enough this is the same concept of that you know you just have to trust yourself to go to that next level right so you're saying don't be afraid to go there one of the things that i am very big on is reality that's why we're always talking about real life real equity that's the name of our pocket real we're trying to be as real as we can with you and so the reality is that some of the answers are not going to be uh, socially correct. They might not necessarily be uh, positive. They might not necessarily be happy. You know, uh, Darren Hardy, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, Darren Hardy was one of the first people to release me of the feeling of guilt for having anger as one of my motivators. Hmm. You know, and that's not a real socially popular answer, but sometimes a good dose of anger can get you a very long way. You ask, is it sustainable? I've been sustaining it for quite a while, you know? I'm just saying, but, and it's not like an unhealthy anger because it's, it's not, I don't forgive the person. It's not, you know, I'm trying to go and spitefully go after this person. It's just, right. you know, you're trying to prove something that was ingrained in you, you couldn't do. Well, and then if you understand where the anger was geared, and knowing, okay, that's why, okay, now I'm gonna go ahead and move forward. I know this happened, you don't forget that it happened, but that's why every time this happens, the, it takes me there. Right, it, I don't know, I'm a big, we watch football in this house, so I'm a big football fan, and you hear a guy, uh, an announcer, say that a guy has a chip on his shoulder. He runs like he has a chip on his shoulder. That means he has a, a level of running that's not just pretty it's gritty it's grimy it's mm -hmm. dirty it's you know i push for that extra two or three yards because there's something that motivates him deeper than just running that ball it's i'm going to destroy <laughs> this line of scrimmage and i'm gonna bust through with all my might it's something that is motivating it maybe it was a high school football coach who told him he was just good enough and or michael jordan i think michael jordan played with a, a real good level of anger when he you know always talks about how he got cut by his high school basketball coach yeah that's real good i mean so you know anyway all right we're gonna do a little something different today instead of a tip we're going to actually do a quote. So this quote is a quote by Steve Jobs, uh, the late Steve Jobs before he passed away. This was actually after his first uh, cancer scare where he thought he was gonna die. And I'm gonna just read it to you and then we can go from there. He says, when I was 17, I read a quote that went something like this. If you live each day as if it were your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. It made an impression on me, and since then, for the past 33 years, I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no, for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in my life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. 
You already are naked. There's no reason not to follow your heart. Wow. So that right there made me think of quite a few things. Um, the first thing, and I, I mentioned this in the last podcast, was my father, he was born with congenital heart disease. If you don't know what that is, it's when you have a hole in your heart. You're born with a hole in your heart. And during his time, they didn't have a cure for it till he was probably almost five years old. He had his first major heart surgery at age 11. My dad did not allow his condition to determine his lifestyle. He still lived as if he was never born with that condition. And it's interesting because there are so many people nowadays that get diagnosed with cancer or um, just some life scare and that's when they start to make the change. And you really want to get yourself to the point that now is the time to make the change. Don't wait until you get to that point where, oh my goodness, I have cancer. Okay, as soon as I beat this, I'm going to do something different. The difference should happen before. That's how you truly get clarity and what it is that you're trying to do for yourself. All right. So this quote, you know, just just thinking about it, you know, how does that tie into the why? I think you made a really good point with that. You know, that that truly is your why. Your why is your motivator again. And so what we just read was a part of Steve Jobs. Why? After he was, you know, at 17, it says right here, what at 17 years old, he was told if you live each day like it's your last, someday you'll certainly be right. That's a very interesting model to live by. And that's a very interesting way to look at life. That's a why for him. Mm -hmm. And so as he proceeded through life, he treated every day as if it was her, his last. And that is a, a motivator of sorts. Okay. The goal is to not just discover your why, but use your why to let it motivate you. Now, I'm a big fan on self-education. I'm a huge fan on trying to figure out what's next, okay? Mm -hmm. Once you discover your why, I recommend to now figure out the what. So what is your why going to motivate? Basically, what I'm asking you is, what motivation will you gain from your why? And then what are you going to do with that knowledge towards what you want out of life? So we'll do the exercise of the what sometime in the future. But again, today, we want to kind of break down real quickly. A lot of times when I talk to people, I always ask them, what do they enjoy doing? Like to, to figure out the, the what, what you're passionate about, I ask them what they like doing. Um, you know, a lot of times they'll think inside the box. They're very limited in what they're thinking about. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but a lot of times they try to answer from what they should like versus what they really like. So a great example might be, I like to eat barbecue and I like to travel and I like to, or I like to hike or I like to walk my dog or I like to play with my dog or I like to search for antiques. Or I like to exercise or I like to, or I like to go skydiving. I think you get the picture. The point is, it's not about what you like to do. It's just about finding something that somebody else likes to do that you like to do also. Mm, yeah. Because there's going to come a point where there is an economic exchange. You have to sell something. The goal is to sell or exchange value with someone 
in something that you actually enjoy doing. Some people right. really love antiques. Or painting. Or painting. Mm -hmm. There are people out there who are making a very good living at just about anything you can possibly think of based off of what you like to do. Like I said before, I like barbecue and I like to travel. And I like... There are people who are travel writers who make a really good living. There are people who taste barbecue for a living. They go around the country and that's right. all they do is eat barbecue. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure they made a couple of TV shows off of just people going around and eating stuff. I mean, it sounds amazing, but uh, you we can tell. We watch them. Yeah, we watch. You can tell I really like to eat that kind of. I love, love to eat like that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but you know, whatever you're passionate about. I mean, I've seen shows where people look at antiques all day. It would bore me to death, but I'm not passionate about it. Right. Just like I've talked to people who said it would bore them to death to do an Excel spreadsheet. I love it. Time flies when I'm doing them. You know, but that's the thing you have to understand. It took me a really long time to gain clarity on what I wanted to do uh, because I didn't know. And that's the other thing. We, we read a book by, uh, by Diana Kenner called The All In Startup. And I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, very good book. Um, but one of the things that it talked about was even though you don't know exactly what you're going to do, a lot of times testing a lot of things at once is a great way to figure out what you want to do. Right. I know Keisha and I have tested several businesses. I mean, we've tested from janitor companies, and I think I've said this before, janitor mm -hmm. cleaning companies to vending, uh, machines. vending machines to uh, franchise restaurants. Something in a box. There was something a in a box. A business in a time. box. I remember that, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, we've tried wholesaling uh, houses. We've flipped houses. I mean, we've We've tried all kinds of things to be successful. We've tried to sell cakes and dinners one time. Oh my goodness, we did. First pregnancy. <laughs> we, yeah, we, sold, we tried to sell dinners. and I mean, so mm -hmm. we tested out everything we could possibly think of uh, at that moment. And we continually test. You know, when we really find that thing that is like, okay, that checks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. Then and only then do we go all in. It's a reference to poker. You know, you don't bet all in unless you know for sure this is exactly, exactly. what you want to do right. or is exactly the hand that's going to win. A lot of times we don't know until you start to see the cards develop and that's the same with life. As you start to see your cards develop, then you know, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going all in right now because I love what I'm doing. And if you go all in and you bet big and you lose, you don't lose a whole lot. It's not the same as uh, in poker for real because you gain an experience that you can then go and iterate on. And so um, that what is literally trial and error for you. Yeah. Eventually, you eventually figure out, okay, this is the lifestyle that I'm going towards as you start checking off those things that are not going to work for you, all the businesses that don't check out. Right. And so you'll hear a lot of people say failure. I failed my way to the top. I failed, I failed, I failed. And I, uh, I'm not going to lie, I, that kind of bothers me because it's, uh, it's a little deceiving. Yeah, I think you fail less as you continue to go to the top. But the failing is not failing. So let's use a different word, trial and error. Yes, trial and error is It's much not better. failing. Mm -hmm. uh, what we're not suggesting you do is go out and fail your way, quote unquote, fail your way to the top. What we're suggesting is you test. It's like being a scientist. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... A scientist tests their theory, they test their hypothesis over and over and over again until they get to the result they're looking for. Same thing with you. 
You're testing your hypothesis of what you want and what you like. And then if you don't get the results you want, you go back and change your hypothesis. Okay. Same thing with life. Now, again, we're changing failure to trial and error because we don't want you to go out and quote unquote fail because a lot of times failure means law. failure is a loss. And it's not a true loss if you are testing without putting all your chips on the table. Right. So you have to understand exactly what failure or trial and error is because a lot of people will stop on that first go round. But you have to hedge your bet as well. And that is one of the biggest things that I had to learn. You have to always hedge your bet. So one of the things, again, I'm big on is reading. We want to read you really quickly a passage from a book that I'm very that I found to be very enlightening. Now, uh, this book is by Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. Uh, this book was created originally in something like 1938. Wow. 1938. So the book is called Outwitting the Devil. This book is not as scary or creepy as it may <laughs> seem. It's actually quite enlightening because the premise of the book is him going and having an interview with the devil. Now, there is maybe some like, oh, I don't know about this. I'm gonna tell you the truth. More than anything, it kind of gives you a psychology be behind fear and a lot of the things that we face as not, not only entrepreneurs, but as just humans in general, trying to understand why we face some of the obstacles we face and then trying to understand it from the antithesis of success, which is uh, you know, the negatives, you know, understanding the negatives can help you create the positives in your life. It's not right. a one way street. It's not a single edge coin. Like you have to look at both sides yeah. and that can be very powerful. So I try to expose myself to the negative, not as much as the, I do expose myself to positive, but you know, anyway, this quote, um, it says fear of criticism, as you may know, is the only effective weapon to defeat you. This is paraphrased. So basically when he was talking in that passage, he was saying that your fear of criticism is the only thing that will slow any aspiring successful person down. It's a fear of criticism. Right. So you're, you're living in this fear of, do I do this again? Right. With that being said, that's why you have to have the why. Understanding your why is going to help you motivate through the hard times of the what. You know, once you're going through and you're getting the criticism or you're not getting the criticism, but you're scared you're going to get the criticism, understanding your why will help you push through that because sometimes it just doesn't matter. I can tell you a hundred times over how many times I've gotten through something because my why pushed me past it. Yeah, that's very true. Same here. All right, so your action item for achievement for this week is to go out and do the five levels exercise on your walk. Actually go out. You don't have to have a partner. Just take some time. You don't put on any music. Go somewhere quiet. Just think about, okay, first level again. Why do I... Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank, okay? Ask yourself why first. Then why do I want to have whatever you filled in the blank? So remember, we use the example of success. Why do I want to be successful? Why do I want to be rich? Why do I want to be healthy? Okay, I want to be, and then you go through those examples. Well, why do I want to make more money? I want to make more money because I didn't have money when we were kids. We grew up relatively poor. We didn't have the things in life that I wish I had have had. You know, why did you, why does that affect you in that way? And then just keep asking yourself why. 
And it's even more powerful when you can write down the answer to these questions, see your answers on paper, be mm -hmm. honest and transparent, and then go out and ask yourself why again. Go back to the level number one and two or three, ask yourself why on those questions, re-ask, and go five levels deep on each one of those. Right. Give yourself some time to kind of break down those uh, top two, three levels two to three times. Right. You will be amazed at what you will find. Now, I'm going to give you a little insight. My why, I thought it was, before this exercise, time, freedom, and spending time with my kids. The honest-to-God truth, that wasn't necessarily the only reason why. Yes, I like to spend time with my kids, but when I'm around my kids, I don't necessarily just sit idle in the floor and play. There's times I do that, but my real motivation came from being told I couldn't. Mm, yes. It wasn't just my kids because the motivation came long before my kids came along. I want to give my kids a life that I didn't have growing up, but the why isn't necessarily so that they don't have the life that I had growing up. It was because I had such a terrible life. I want to now go out and prove my life of the past wrong. Yeah, and I, I would have to say that that is truly figuring out the why. Um, you may have one layer, like I said earlier, don't be scared to go there. Because right. you may have one layer where you're thinking it's this. And really, if you're thinking that other thing, that's probably really what it is. And it's going to be another thing there. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be like, man, I don't want, that's not, that's too terrible of a why for me to write down. You know, I shouldn't be motivated off of anger or that guy who punched me in the face when I was 10 years old. I shouldn't be mad about that still. You're right, you shouldn't. But... If you thought about that, write it down. Right, right. Because, because there's something behind that. Right. That's what's going to help you get yourself into gear to get the lifestyle that you're wanting to achieve. Right. With that being said, we thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we want to give you a little heads up. Uh, one of the next podcasts, we are going to be talking about exactly what you just said, creating the lifestyle you want. How do you create the lifestyle you want? There is a art and science to this, and we are going to break it down for you. So we thank you for listening and tuning in. See you next week. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you'd like more information on joining the Real Equity Club, visit the website at realequityclub.com. There, you will get access to the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. Again, that's realequityclub.com. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.